Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A well-known pollster with Metropol conducted a study which showed that the Turkish opposition has little hope of winning the upcoming elections without the support of the People's Democratic Party or HDP. Mihat Sanjar of the HDP said that the increasing rate of journalist detentions is deeply connected with Turkey's new disinformation law. In other news, another Kurdish woman was killed whilst being detained in Iran after participating in protests over the death of Gina Amini. Learn more in our daily review. As Turkey prepares for elections next year to select both the president and the parliamentary deputies, leading pollster Metropol's study showed that the opposition alliance would have trouble outpolling incumbent president Recep Tayyip Erdogan without support from the pro-Kurdish People's Democratic Party, or HDP. Metropole chief Uzer Sanjar shared a September report on Twitter, based on a survey of 2,119 people in 28 of Turkey's 81 provinces. The survey referred to the presidential election, which is due to be held next year alongside the parliamentary elections. The results showed that, despite years of economic hardship and political turmoil, Erdogan has a good chance to retain the vast powers he has held since the controversial shift from a parliamentary to a presidential system in 2018. Turkey's election system first pits several presidential candidates against one another in a first round, then moves on to a head-to-head second round featuring the two leading candidates if no absolute majority is won in the initial vote. The polling company asked respondents to select their choice of presidential candidate from Erdogan, main opposition Republican People Party or CHP leader Kemal Kılıçdaroğlu, the CHP's Ankara mayor Mansur Yavas and a candidate from the HDP. Based on the survey, 42% of the voters would vote for Erdogan, 23% for Kılıçdaroğlu, 17% for Yavas and 12% for the HDP candidate. Roughly 2% of respondents said they would lodge protest votes and around 4% 
so they did not know who they would vote for or were undecided. The result shows that the main opposition bloc of six parties, led by the CHP, is already on the back foot in a head-to-head -head against Erdogan before the election campaign has started in earnest. Observers see Erdogan and the Justice and Development Party, or AKP's control over the country's institutions and backing from a compliant media, as an advantage that is likely to win them more votes as the election draws near. Politicians, media associations and civil society organisations have condemned Tuesday's dawn police raids on 11 journalists from the Mesopotamia News Agency, or MA, and Jin News. Mihat Sanjar, co-chair of the HDP, said the detentions of the journalists was no coincidence, given the Turkish government's recent disinformation law, dubbed a censorship law by the country's opposition. It is a part of a plan to silence the opposition press and society. It is an attack on the public's freedom of information, M.A. quoted Sanjar as saying. Sanjar added that the government would continue these operations to silence society and intimidate the opposition in the run-up to the national elections in 2023. Dijla Ferat Journalists Association, or DFG, made a public statement calling on all journalists and professional organisations to condemn the repression of Kurdish journalists and defend Turkey's freedom of press and expression. All our detained colleagues should be released as soon as possible, the DFG said, adding that Tuesday's operation held parallels with the oppression of Kurdish journalists during the 1990s. Özge Yurtash, a board member of the press syndicate Dish Bashin Ish, warned that anyone who remained silent over these detentions would be next in line for the state forces to detain. The Turkey Journalists Union, or TGS, also shared a tweet decrying the raids, calling them an attempt to criminalise journalism. Journalists from Turkey's Aegean province called for a united front among journalists against the detention of their colleagues. Evrensil newspaper Aegean representative Özer Özdemir drew attention to the disinformation law approved by the Turkish parliament on the 13th of October, and Burgoon's newspaper Aegean region representative Halil Ertunç noted that the attacks on the opposition media had reached a critical threshold recently. The Human Rights Association issued a press statement regarding the detained journalists. HDP and TGS also commented on the arrests, which it said were not an ordinary operation. It is an attack on free press workers. Actors donning gas masks in a theatrical play in Diyarbakir in southeast Turkey drew attention to Turkey's alleged chemical attacks in the Kurdistan region of Iraq. The play Burdank was staged by the Ahmed City Theatre Group on the third day of Diyarbakir's 8th Theatre Festival, reported Mesopotamian News Agency. Delving into themes of the transformative effects of modernism, Burdank illustrated how international armed conflicts and wars can dehumanise people. With the gas masks used in the play, the theatre players drew attention to Turkey's alleged chemical attacks 
against militants in the federated Kurdistan region. On the 18th of October, the People's Defence Forces, or HPG, released footage showing a group of Turkish soldiers with a device they said was used to deliver a chemical payload. The footage also showed guerrilla fighters said to be suffering from the alleged chemical attacks. Meanwhile, the festival began with the presentation of Saraya Karakabe, a theatre and time seminar. Afterwards, the play Kesra Baladeyin Jemgin, translated to Sadden Birds Pavilion, an adaptation from the novel by Bekhtiyar Ali, was staged. The festival, with its tagline, This Kudi, This Land, will feature plays, workshops and seminars until it ends on the 30th of October. Dr. Abbas Mansouran, a researcher in virology, immunology and diagnostic methods of bacterial infections, said that the footage of Kurdish fighters exposed to chemical weapons allegedly used by Turkey is clear evidence of crimes against humanity. Dr. Mansouran told the Mesopotamia agency that the Kurdistan Democratic Party, or KDP, prevented delegations that wanted to conduct investigations into the region exposed to chemicals due to KDP's cooperation with Turkey, and it made member states' application to the Organization for the Prohibition of Chemical Weapons, or OPCW, difficult. It is necessary to examine the casualties closely to determine the type of chemical used, said the doctor. We can say that various chemicals, such as cycloserin, chlorophene, tabun and serin were used, as well as tungsten heavy metal alloy and white phosphorus. Mentioning Turkey's history of chemical gas use, the Swedish citizen Iranian doctor stated that prohibited chemical weapons had been used against civilians and HPG members since 1993. Last week, chemical weapons expert Jan van Aken said, the Lucy Akara's statement in the parliament that they only used pepper spray is enough for the OPCW to launch an investigation. According to Mansouran, although Turkish Defence Minister Akara's words are sufficient to initiate an investigation, according to international law, all the evidence indicates that Turkey used toxic gas which is much more powerful and deadly than pepper gas. If Turkey is sincere that it has not used chemical weapons, it should not fear an investigation committee that will determine the type of weapons and bombs used, said Mansirin and called on the country to allow an independent expert delegation to go to the region and investigate under the auspices of UN and UN Commission on Human Rights, Red Cross and Doctors Without Borders officials. Dr. Mansouran, who worked on burns during the Iraqi-Iranian war in 1980, had previously gone to North and East Syria as an independent scientist to investigate the hospitals and treat the wounded after allegations of Turkey's chemical weapons use. Iranian police killed a 21-year-old Kurdish woman Negin Abdulmalaki, on the 12th of October during protests against the killing of Gina Amini 
in the Kurdish majority city of Hamadan, the human rights watchdog Hengar reported. Hengar alleged that police beat Nagin Abdulmalaki with a baton, causing such fatal injuries that the student died just a short time later at a university dormitory. The security forces threatened her friends and family with grave consequences if they reported her death to the media, according to Hengar. After learning about Negin's death, university security, along with a number of government authorities, went to the dormitory and began threatening the students who knew about the incident, a student told Hengar. Abdul Malaki's family was summoned by the authorities who ordered them to tell the public that she had died because of eating expired canned fish, Hengar added. Abdul Malaki was a medical engineering student at the Hamadan University of Technology. She died while participating in the recent protests over the death of 22-year-old Gina Amini, who died on the 16th of September of injuries suffered while she was detained by Tehran Morality Police for improperly wearing the compulsory hijab. Iran's security is behaving with particular brutality in the western Kurdish regions of the country, where they have raided schools and universities, arrested hundreds of students, and broadcast their forced confessions on television. On the 23rd of October, security forces, accompanied by state-run media, raided a girls' high school in Javanrud, forcing the students there to speak to the press and to publicly deny that security forces had arrested their friends, Hengar reported. The Iranian authorities have responded to protests over Amini's killing by launching a violent crackdown. According to human rights groups from Iran, almost 12,500 people have been arrested and nearly 250 killed since the beginning of the street protests.